Guess what? Guess what? Are you ready? Because a little bit of everything with me podcast, the one you are listening to, the one that you follow and the one you subscribe is nominated for another Latin podcast awards for 2021. Holy crap, that's right. We are nominated again, but I need your votes. There is a popularity category for the fans to vote. So I need your votes. So make sure you head over to www.latinpodcastawards.com. Scroll all the way down until you see society culture and vote for a little bit of everything with me because you know, and I know you love me and I love you and you and I love this podcast. <laughs> so thank you guys so much. Please head over to LandPodcastAwards.com. You can vote every single day until they've closed the votes, which we don't know yet to be determined. But the ceremony is happening October 2021. And I cannot wait. And hopefully we bring home another award. Thank you guys for your support. And please vote for me and enjoy the rest of the show. You know, the way I look at it, if one person listens to a story and feels better about this pandemic thing, then I've done good. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in on a little bit of everything with me. And I am your host, Angelica. This is a podcast that talks about a little bit of everything. So sit back and enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. Today, my guest is a podcaster from Canada. Welcome, Grant, to the show. How are you doing today? Great, great. Uh, a little cold. We're in a bit of a cold snap here, but uh, oh, I'm glad, glad to be here. Well, I'm so happy to have you because, one, you're Canadian. It's so hard to find a Canadian these days, but also you're a podcaster. Tell the listeners what your podcast is called. It's called Living in Lockdown, Coping in a Pandemic. Awesome. And it's available everywhere that people listen to their podcast? Uh, it's, it's on Apple Podcasts, Google, and Spotify, and awesome. Anchor. Perfect. Now, Grant, tell the listeners a bit about yourself, and then we'll go into this podcasting world, because I'm so interested in learning more about your podcast. Yeah, um, I'm retired. I've been retired um just over two years. It was two years, January 5th, I think, or 4th. Anyway, you know, uh, I, I like photography. I, uh, you know, I, I was an IT guy. So so I did have a little understanding of, of, you know, computers and stuff. So when the podcast idea came, it, you know, it wasn't hard to sort of just sort of jump in, you know, to do this. And, you know, with the lockdowns and everything right now, I can't get out taking pictures. That's my main hobby. Um, and, and with things the way they are, I can't really do a lot of that. So I spend a lot of time doing this, you know, podcasting and, and it's given me, uh, you know, something to focus on, something to just sort of keep my mind on something other than 
what's going on right now. And I find it so hard and difficult and, uh, you know, especially during these lockdowns and these state of emergencies that we've all been going through. I just feel like it's, you know, for myself, especially I'm more of the hustle and bustle. I'm literally out most of the time meeting with people, networking, going to these little events here and there. And now it's like, what do I do? I know I still go to work full time and running the podcast. And it's just like, again, how do I just get out of the city a little bit so I can just, you know, refresh my mind? Because when I go out of the city, I, it refreshes my mind. Well, I mean, like, like for, for us, like, um, my wife, she's retired as well. Um, so one of the big things we had planned in retirement was traveling. And, and luckily, we did get one good Europe trip right after I retired, but we haven't done much since. And, and so this has really sort of put us, you know, stopped what, you know, the, the big thing that we were looking forward to in retirement. But the good side of being retired is, I, you know, I, I'm used to being at home and having a lot of time, you know, without having to go to work and stuff. So that hasn't, you know, it's, it's been a bit of a, uh, you know, easier transition to deal with all the extra time on my hands. So that's been good. That's really good to hear. And, you know, how has the pandemic changed you as a person? That's if it's changed you in a certain way. The pandemic, the day-to-day effects of the, uh, the pandemic for, for me have been, you know, day to day, it's been fairly small. I mean, like I said, you know, being retired, I, I you know, I didn't lose, you know, I didn't have to worry about, am I going to lose my job? Or, you know, am I going to work? That wasn't an issue. Uh, I, I'm on a pension that comes in regularly, that hasn't been affected. So I mean, day to day, the biggest thing that, that we lost was, you know, the ability to travel. And, you know, just things like going for lunch, you know, going out for dinner with friends, family, that sort of thing. But, and, and those are sort of minor, I'm almost embarrassed sometimes, you know, to, to say that that's an effect, because it's really in the, the whole scheme of things, it's really not much. But the one thing that I that I feel that that, you know, is being able to see my kids, and, and I mean, like physically in the summer, you know, we were able to do, you know, social distancing and go for bike rides and go for walks and stuff. And, and, but you know, I, I haven't had my kids to dinner or been to their house for dinner or anything like that in over a year. Um, my youngest son and his girlfriend are expecting in the spring. And when they came to tell me, I couldn't give them a hug. So I mean, those are the things to me, that's probably the cost to me that I felt more than anything. Yeah, and it's, you know, first of all, congratulations on that, that they're expecting. And it's it's really tough on everybody especially it, i i agree with you it's like you can't hug people you can't you can't even shake their hand like we're so used to doing the simplest things and once it's removed from us because we can't it's like there's no that human connection again well and i find all year you know i i've been concentrating so much on just getting through this and and being safe and making sure we were doing you know everything that that we were supposed to do and and you know the lockdowns and all those sorts of things that i never really thought you know much about it but lately i've been thinking I'm just tired of this. Like it, it, it sometimes, and, and it wasn't like this till just the last few weeks, but sometimes it's just like enough already. Like I've had enough. I'm ready to move on from this. 
I agree. And especially hearing some stuff that may potentially happen in April and uh, April and May, I was just like, really, when is this ever going to be done? Like, you know, I have my own opinions about it, which I'm not going to share, but it's just, it gets frustrating. And it's just like, when is it really going to end? (laughs) Well, yeah, you're right. I mean, I I think probably the hardest part is not having any control over over what's Mm -hmm. going on and how long it's going to be or you know we're we're just it's like we're on a slide you know going down and it's speeding up and and we have no I don't know how long the slide is I don't know when it's gonna you know what's at the bottom of the slide I mean Mm -hmm. we're just going on this ride that but we have no control over what it's going to do exactly exactly now going into the podcast did you have any idea how to create a podcast? Did this something, I know you said you, you started it not too long ago, but um, did you end up doing a lot of research? Did you just say, you know what, forget it. I'm just going to sign up, put out a name out there and here we go. Let's roll with it. Well, I, I had listened to a couple of podcasts, just, you know, I was starting to listen to just, I would pick up something to listen to. And then I thought, you know, this wouldn't be hard. I mean, how hard could it be? So I, you know, did did a little bit of Googling and stuff. And I thought, okay, it doesn't look that hard. I ordered a mic, I, I uh, signed up. And then I, I wasn't sure what I was going to do. Like I hadn't even thought about what, you know, what I wanted to do as a podcast. At first, I was thinking, you know, something maybe talk to retired people or something. And, and then, then the thought just came to me about the pandemic. Uh, you know, I, I thought everybody's going through this, you know, everybody is affected in some way. So getting an audience and, and getting people to participate should be fairly easy. Uh, so, so that's kind of, it just sort of popped in my head and that's what I went with. And it was actually my son that came up with the name living in lockdown. And I thought it was pretty catchy and, and it seems to work. So yeah, I just, I just, jumped in and, and ordered the stuff and, and just started, you know, I called a couple of people up that I knew to, to do the first couple of interviews. And then I, I posted on, on Reddit and, and, and um, Facebook. And then next thing I knew I was, I was getting, you know, lining up people from all over um, Europe, India, Ireland, um, Israel. I mean, I, I've talked to people from all over the world and it's, it just, still blows my mind that I'm able to like the reach has has gotten so far. That's fantastic. That's really awesome. And especially with the amount of people you get to meet through podcasting, it's such an amazing journey. And you know, you just started. So could you imagine what's coming to you in the next like in this year alone? Like I've it's amazing. Like I've interviewed so many people across the world that it's so fascinating to hear their stories and it's like, wow. Yeah. And, and I, I look forward to, to when, when we start, you know, when we're able to travel, you know, I've, I've got all the email addresses still of, of everybody I've interviewed. And, and there's definitely, you know, a number of them that I would love nothing more than to send them an email, say, I'm going to be in your city. I'd love to take you to dinner, you know, whatever. Like, I would really like to meet some of these people because, even in just the hour that I spent talking with them, I feel like we're friends. Like I, I, I feel that we've gotten like, you know, we've shared something and, and they've 
told me some personal, intimate things about what they've been through. So I think, you know, that connection, I would really like to be able to meet some of these people in person. Oh, for sure. I've like, I was trying to plan my <laughs> 2021 as in like, okay, I'm going to visit these states, meet up with these people, my podcast community, because there's a bunch of them who are all scattered and most of them are from one particular state. And I was just like, I'm going to plan a whole week. I'm going to email all these guests that I've interviewed from this state say hey i had everything planned out for this year but of course uh things took for a different turn but it's so fascinating it really is and i agree with you you create this like this it's like a friendship literally like you mentioned and you you share these uh you share these stories and you just become so close after the end of it and it's just like you just want to keep talking to the people you want to reach out to them and just hey i want to have coffee and uh, I really love what podcasting has created. Well, and, you know, another thing I, I'd, I'd like to do down the road, possibly, because I know that, that, you know, the subject of my podcast is going to end. I mean, you know, we're going to get to a point where, you know, this is over and, and people aren't going to want to talk about it anymore. So there's, you know, it, it's a... It, it's going to end at some point, but I would, I, you know, I'd almost like to have a, where are they now with a number of them in a couple of years and sort of revisit them and, you know, okay, so what are you up to now? You know, how has your life changed since? Um, so that's something I've been kind of kicking around. That's a, such a great idea to really see what changes they've made. How do they go back to this new normal? That's a great idea. I would love to hear that because, you know, they pour out their heart and soul through living in lockdown, coping with the pandemic. And where are they now? Like, what are they up to? What did they learn? What did they, you know, maybe they just created something, you know what I mean? That's so interesting. And I hope you do end up doing that because that's, that would be fascinating to kind of look back of every one of the people that you've interviewed and see how life has changed for them. So can I ask you a question? Yes. So what is, what is the most, um, different or, or odd location of the, where somebody has that you've talked to that you interviewed an odd location like so, a, a country that's rare for us like like I've talked to people from you know I mean talking to somebody from India is kind of weird for me because I just never thought it would happen but like for me I'd say probably the most unique country so far for me would be Iceland. I talked to a guy from Iceland and, and that sort of, you know, sort of blew me away that I'm sitting here talking to this guy from Iceland. So that was kind of weird. You know, I got to say Nigeria because I've had two people from Nigeria. One's an entrepreneur and one's a uh, dyslexic ambassador for her, I guess, province or state, however they call it. And to me, it was just like, I was so wowed. Like, I know I interview people from Australia, but you know, it's Australia, but Nigeria, because we're in such different time zones. And it was so interesting to see, like, because they obviously poured out their stories and how they grew up. Like, well, one of them, because we have a similar story with dyslexia, and she was telling me how, you know, back in the day was frowned upon to even mention it. And, you know, she would get, you know, punished in school if she was even left-handed and, you know, kind of brought me back what my mom and her classmates went through for being 
left-handed back in the day and it, it was just like it was so remarkable it was just like wow I know we had a quite a bit of connection issues uh, we were ahead by so many hours it was like pretty much the next day and to me speaking from two people from Nigeria was pretty cool yeah no and oh by the way left-handed people are awesome I'm left-handed and and I consider myself to be a genius <laughs> no, I'm just kidding but <laughs> yeah. but but I will say Einstein was left-handed. Mm -hmm. So I always tell that to people. Yeah. And it, it's crazy. Like even my mom and she, when she would tell me she's, she would say that uh, back in the day in her classroom, when people were left-handed, they would get punished for because they're not allowed to be left-handed. I don't know what it was. And uh, she's just like, it's crazy. Nowadays you find you know, it's okay for kids to be left-handed, but mm -hmm. uh, that was interesting because again, she was just like, it was kind of the same upbringing as my mom and my parents came from a little town in Nicaragua. So uh, I, it kind of just brought back kind of the similarities of what they've taught me and what they shared with me. And then with her, I was just like, oh my God, it's kind of the same upbringing here. Yeah. So that was the most interesting country, but uh, I still haven't found more people on that side but uh, a lot of Europeans for sure and of course a lot of Americans because most of my listeners and that's where I get most of my guests too but uh, podcasting is just I did not expect it to get in myself and it was just one of those things of like you know what let me just start a podcast and then you start to navigate and you try to figure out what is the best hosting site I don't want to pay anything to it yet you know use my phone for the first three months of recording and then ended up buying a little cheap mic then I upgraded the year after but overall it's been such a great experience and for you it's just you're at the beginning of it so I'm so happy do you, to do you see. think it's gotten easier as, um, you've, as you've gotten into it <laughs> than See, it was at the start well the thing is at the start I started off with I think what one episode a week then I moved it up a little bit because I felt like I had so much more to say and it was like three episodes a week and then I ended up starting to discover the world of interviewing people and you oh know, so you started out just yourself no yeah. see that to me that would be very hard I I I, I don't I'm not sure I could do that and the thing is, I was just talking about reality TV, you know, my personal life and stuff like that, and talk about certain things that was happening in the city. Um, and then I ended up like, I just wanted to branch out a little bit more. I felt like I can do more. So then I ended up going into interviews and I went from, you know, having just to do one episode once a week to like five days a week. Does it get easier? I feel like it does because you get the hang of it. Um, so when I'm publishing so many episodes, I feel like I got the hang of things, how to edit quicker and not to be itty bitty with certain things. Like I'm just going to publish it sometimes the way it is. I do two live mm -hmm. shows that end up going onto the podcast. So it's just like you start to find your groove. Um, but I right. did in the first year kind of gone through a little burnout in a way of like, I think I interviewed over 140 people in like three months and I working a full-time job that was kind of like, oh my gosh, like I'm still recording late at night again, because with time zones, you, you start to get the hang of people and how to balance out your schedule. But um, I feel like I got the hang of it. I got the groove of things. And with my podcast community, um, sometimes I do one-on-ones with people and kind of just, I help people start up their podcasts too. And then I 
you know, I just guide them. So don't go through the burnout. Don't interview 140 people uh, within like three months. Take your time. It's your show. You run it the way you want it. So if there's not going to be an episode, there's not going to be an episode. But I'm just so determined to accomplish uh, a lot of goals that I keep this consistent five days a week of content and I have a backlog of pretty much people that I've interviewed. So I pretty much have content for the rest of the year. So have I, you ever, and, and you probably have, if you've been doing it for a couple of years, run into to a potential guest where you have to tell them, you know what? I, I don't think you're going to be a fit for my show. Did you, you ever run into that? Have to sort of turn them down. So at the first year, I was kind of being open to everybody because I've read in an article, it's always good to, if you don't have a niche uh, to allow people on the show and, you know, just get a glimpse of what they are. And this year I took a different turn because then you start to realize, and you get to learn as an interviewer, how to navigate different topics. You learn how to kind of like, oh man, this is going to be like, I didn't expect this to go this way, but you start to learn how to, you know, cope with it and kind of just change things around. And now this year I've decided to, no, let me just, I want to know what people are going to talk about. I want to know your topic, what you want to share, because there's also professionals who don't have a short story to share, but they'll share, for example, uh, how to navigate through stress through pandemic, for example. And, right. you know, that's <clears throat> why not? It's like having a front row seat to a seminar. So I love to now ask these specific questions. So this way I can say yes or no. And I think there was twice that I had to because it was all about politics. And and I told him, I don't even understand my own politics in my own country. So let alone in yours, mm -hmm. I said, sorry. So I ended up uh, declining one. And you know, you feel bad, but at the end of the day, it's your brand. It's your person. Like my name, my face is on the podcast cover art. So I want to protect that for myself and also protect all the listeners because, you know, generally people look towards podcasts as a way to kind of just get away from this whole mm -hmm. reality and kind of just no, learn from sure. other people, motivate, get inspired or laugh or cry or, you know, listen to a crime story, whatever it is. So yeah, I mean, like I found I, uh, like, and, and actually that happened to me just this week. Um, uh, like w with my particular podcast, it, it's, 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 it's a totally anonymous thing. I never, I don't even ask people what their last name is. I just, you know, I don't publish their last name. It's just, I talk to, you know, call them from Dublin and then, and that's all I put. And, and I think the anonymity allows them to, to be more open. And, and it makes them more comfortable telling their story because they, you know, because um, it'll never be whatever. Anyway, so and, and I've, I've had people that I, I, you know, I had one guy that he was a, um, a hypnotherapist that, that, you know, wanted to come on. And, and I, I had to tell him that I'm sorry, but I just don't think because all I've had are people who tell their personal stories. I've never had doctors or, or clinic, you know, clinicians or anything. It's always just the person, what they've been through. So I had to tell the guy that that's not the type of podcast I'm doing, you know, I'm sorry. And, and that was it. But I've had some people when I've, you know, when I've told them that I won't promote you in that I won't, like, if you were on my podcast, definitely we talk about your, you know, if you talk about your podcast, I'd say, sure, tell the people what it is, blah, blah, blah. But I wouldn't put a link to it anywhere. Only because I just don't think that 
my I don't think the topic of mine, the subject is, do you know what I mean? I think it's a little more serious than than promoting things or whatever. Anyway, so I anyway, that's I was just curious, because I've run into a couple of times where that's been, well, not really an issue, because it just never happened. But I've had both, you know, where people pulled out because I wouldn't, you know, promote them in the way they would maybe on other podcasts. And then I've had other people where I've had to tell them, no, I don't think you're, you know, it's going to work. Yeah. And it, it does happen. You know, it's, you just, you got to find that control of being able to, you know, let's keep it this way. Like for me, because of the niche is like a little bit of everything and that's the title. So yeah, mm. you know, I would love to hear different people's uh, passions and even if it's technology, if it's even, you know, opening up a new business and stuff like that, that's what I love about. And having different podcasters on the show makes it unique too, because then I get to help podcasters push their podcast and also at least the listeners and their audience can learn more about them in a different way. So I've taken that approach that way, but yeah, there is times where people just say, Hey, I just want to talk about this, this, and that. And you're kind of like, Hmm, let me think about it because again, it's all comes down to what you, how you create your own brand and what is your podcast behind about it. And, you know, you're right. Like you got to kind of just pick and choose. And, you know, I do a lot of pre-screening calls too, which makes it a lot Mm -hmm. easier because then you get to uh, get to know people and trying to figure out, okay, what is it that you want to talk about? Now, if it's a podcaster, there's no questions. We can go straight into recording. Um, But, and then there's people that are so awesome when it comes to filling out their, their form. It's like, yeah, I want to talk about this, this and that, this is my bio. And then I'm just like, cool, perfect. Let's just get to the show. Right. And I don't prepare for anything. I just want to sit down like if we were at a coffee shop and get to know you and what you do. So that's my exactly. whole and, thing. And that's, and, and, and that's sort of the approach that I've taken with mine too. I, I, I don't have a set list of questions. I don't, um, you know, there's no strict format other than I introduce, you know, the, the guest, ask them one question to get us started and then we just go. And yeah, I, I find it just, to me, it, it's, seems to work it, it puts them at ease it, and I think a lot and people have told me afterwards that they felt like they were just sitting you know having a chat with somebody or whatever so yeah no yeah that's I agree and that's such a rewarding feeling when you hear that and I hear that too people are like oh my god that was fantastic and I'm like this is why I don't do questions because some people do ask me and they say well, can you send me a list of questions? And I do tell them, Hey, I don't do questions. Like I run a tight ship and I did questions at the beginning. And I'll tell you this when at the beginning, when I did have 10 questions and those 10 questions ran out, or my guest literally answered every single question on my page. I don't even know what to do because you're so dependent yep. on your questions. And it's just like, Oh, we still have 20 minutes left. How am I going to make this a smooth transition when you don't have any more questions? So I kind of ditched it. It just gave me too much anxiety and I was overthinking things and I'm trying to research the person more that I even met another podcaster and he, he was just like, I don't do questions. What's the point? You want to get to know your guests. The best way you get to knowing them is to have that honest conversation. And I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? You're super smart. So I took that advice and here we are. It's been working for me for 
this long, ever since what, a year and a half now of interviewing people and having over 300 professionals on the show, it's, it's amazing because you learn how to utilize that skill. You learn how to perfect it. And I'd rather have that genuine conversation. Yeah. I mean, I, for me, and, and here's the funny thing for me, I, I'm generally a pretty shy person. If if I was to meet you at say uh, uh, like a, a party somewhere, or, and, and I didn't know you, if I'm at like a work party setting or something, I wouldn't talk to people unless I knew them. I'm I'm very like I, I just don't feel comfortable around people I don't know, and for some reason, in in this. I, I, it, I've had no problem. I, I can, I can sit and I can talk and I'm comfortable. And I, you know, I think I make the, you know, the guests comfortable and I, I don't know why, and I don't know what it is, but it's just, to me, it's strange that, you know, being a shy person that I seem to have found this to work rather well. Oh my gosh. I was super shy before podcasting, believe it or not, uh, because I, lacked a lot of self-confidence, uh, having a disability, learning disability. And that was just a long, so many years of feeling like you're not worth it. Years of like not having that full potential of being able to do anything. And finally accepting that I had a learning disability about four years ago. And when I started podcasting, it kind of just helped me open up a little bit more and become an advocate and become a speaker and volunteer for the association of my region. Uh, it really, podcasting has helped me out to get to that part of my life, which was giving back and volunteering and showing kids and adults and even parents that, you know, yeah, I podcast, I can, you know, i gain that confidence. I, you know, I do voiceover work. I, I work in construction. I went to school three times and got three certificates. So it's like, I want to share my story and create, be able to, you know, give some positive light to these kids and these parents who are kind of like, oh my gosh, I don't even know if my kid's going to make it because I've heard every single thing that I my parents did not even say to me as a child, they just said, you know, just keep doing what you're doing, fall in love with something, create a passion and you'll be fine. Right. So podcasting has really helped me overcome fears. It's helped me uh, gain extra confidence and be able to do the other things that I love to do. Well, and, and I think it, it, it's almost like you're part of a, a group, uh, uh, like the Masons or something. Do you know what I mean? They're, like mm -hmm. not everybody does this not everybody is capable of doing this mm -hmm. um so you're just you know you're 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 a very small group of people when you look at the whole yeah. population exactly can, exactly can i ask you another question yes go ahead so in all the podcasts you've done is there any guest that stands out to you as this was the most whatever inspirational or this was the you know best story or, or whatever do, do you have any you know what? It's hard to answer that one because every single person has really inspired me, has motivated me, has made me turn into this, like in my generation, they say the hustle mentality to really create something for myself and to really push myself and create this brand. And who am I as a person? Like every single person 
has a success story. But when I hear how much they've fallen down, how much they failed, how much they had to get back up, it really kind of just reassured me like everyone's on this train of success. Everybody is. And everyone's story, we all go through these hurdles and we're trying to climb our own mountain. And it's it everybody, literally every piece of everybody's story I've taken and I said, why am I going to give up? I'm in the country of, of opportunities. You know, it's when I say the Americas, I'm including the US, Canada, because both of them are equally, you have so many opportunities. And it's just like, mm-hmm. you know, I always think back every time I had a, a guest and it's like, my, especially how my parents got here, you know, my dad was the first one to arrive and he did live in the States for a little bit before coming here. And it's just like, you know, his journey wasn't it wasn't a walk in the park, you know, you swam through rivers, you have to trust strangers that they're going to take you to point A, then to point B, and then the point C, you had to take that hard earned money that it was hard to make. And, you know, you're trusting these strangers that they're going to take you and, you know, get you where you need to be. And then it's like, why am I going to give up? You know, so every person on my show has inspired me into kind of get me back on track of that journey of that goal that I want to accomplish. So I can't pick one of them. And there's been so many great ones that I've interviewed, you know, having over uh, 450 episodes, you're just like, I don't, most of it's all mixed, but uh, my guests have been remarkable and they really keep me inspired and motivated. No, that's good. I mean, it, it sounds like it, it, it's like a give and take between you and your guests. You're both mm-hmm. getting something out of this, and, then, mm-hmm. and that's good. Yeah, it's fantastic. And, you know, I know you're just at the beginning, but it's just a fun ride. You know, sometimes you're kind of like, I remember myself one time, I was just like, how much longer can I do this for? Because, you know, I was changing and reformatting how many episodes I was going to release, what else am I going to add, how much am I, you know, I have a co-host for my reality TV recaps that we both love working together, which is phenomenal. We never met in person besides video chat. And she lives in a different country. So, you know, I was lucky with that. And it's just like, I could keep going with this, you know, and then winning an award for 2020 at the Land Podcast Awards. And now I'm nominated again. You're kind of like, all right, you know, we got to keep going. I can't stop. No, and it's, I mean, I find, you know, like you said, I, I got to a point a couple of weeks ago where it was like, I don't know. And I was doing like two or three, two, sometimes three episodes a day, like interviews a day. And it was getting to be a little bit much. I mean, I enjoyed it. I really liked talking to the people, but I just started thinking, I don't know, is this, is this, you know, a good thing? Uh, You know, I was sort of second guessing things a little bit. And then I took a couple of weeks off. And then when I came back and I, and I posted within minutes, I got, you know, tons of people. Yeah, I'll come on. Yeah, I'd like to tell my story. So then I thought, okay, I must be doing the right thing, because people still want to talk about this. So, um, you know, I was talking to my wife this morning, and I was, you know, I was saying that as long as people and then she was the one that really said as long as people keep wanting to talk about the, you know, this, keep doing it. I'll know when it stops, when, when it dries up and, and nobody's responding, then I know it's over. But till then, I think, I think we're going to be in this for at least another year anyway. So I think I'll, I'll, you know, probably be going for a little while. And when you say you interviewed three people a day, that takes me, that takes me back to what happened to me last year. I was interviewing three to four people a day and it's just like, 
yeah, you start to second guess, like, is this all worth it? And you try to keep that excitement through your interviews. Like sometimes I have crappy days at work and I'm coming home like, oh my gosh, you know, one of those moments and I've got three people lined up. All I have to do is take a sip of water, read their bio, and then I give them my 110%. And then after the day's over the evening, you're just like, wow, it was just great. And you mm-hmm. do it all over again the next day. <laughs> Oh, I, I've had some interviews where, you know, I, I like I, I, I do them in, in our spare room and, you know, in, in, we live in an apartment. So I'm in the spare room. I got my little setup here and stuff, but I'll be doing an interview and I'll finish it. And then I'll, I'll, I'll go in the other room and, and, and I just tell my wife, like, wow, that was, that was awesome. Like, you know, uh, I've had some where it's just so inspirational how these people are dealing with this stuff that it's like, you know, I, how, how could you not want to keep doing this when, when there's, you know, people out there are, are telling you these, you know, stories it's been, and, and it's it, surprisingly, there's a lot of difference. And at first I thought, well, how many times can you hear the same thing? But it, you know, surprisingly, everybody's got a bit different story. We're all doing the same, you know, we're all in the same circumstance, but everybody's is a little different, you know, depending on, Sometimes it's the, you know, where they're from or what they do or, you know, different things, but the stories are all different and and each one seems to, you know, sort of give me a different feeling, so to speak. You're absolutely right. Everyone's going through this pandemic, but we're all have a different way of coping. And that's what's so unique with everybody, you know, from different parts of the world, even if it's a person down the street from you, they're going through different emotions, they're going through different things. And I've, you know, some of the people that I've had on who just started their business over the pandemic, it was just really awesome to hear how, you know, I've lost my job, I opened up a business and my business is doing great. Like who would have thought and taking those risks and stuff. um, That's definitely, those are stories I love to hear because pivoting your business, you know, a lot of business owners lost storefronts and now they're just moving to online and it's, they had to adapt. They had to, you know, close their pride and joy temporarily and try to figure out another way of how am I going to sell this product? How am I going to provide a service? And people going virtual is the whole thing that everybody was like on. And I, I admire those people and what you've got on your podcast, living in lockdown, coping in a pandemic is something everybody's got to listen to. And I love hearing stories like that. It, it really inspires me. Yeah. Like, yeah, some of them, are, are, you know, like, like I'll, I'll just give you one example of, of one that really struck me was a guy in, um, he was from Bear, Delaware, and he had had an online, uh, well, not online, but he was teaching um, programming to, to private schools. And so he had contracts with all these schools. And then when the pandemic hit, his business died, it was gone. And He said he was depressed for a little while, but he picked himself up and started another business, an online business, totally different. But I asked him if he had any resentment for the lockdowns. Like, did, you know, was he upset? Was he, you know, and he said no. And that really surprised me. He said he agreed with them doing the lockdowns the way they did it, even if it cost him his business, he felt they did the right thing for the general good. And that really struck me that this guy was, 
you know, he felt that even though it cost him personally as much as it did, it was still the right thing to do. See, and that's where I love to hear those stories because a lot of people have taken this as a, a negative approach, which I don't blame them, but um, being able to kind of just pivot and say, okay, let me just start something new. And you got to just accept it for what it is and try to create a new normal for yourself. Yeah, it's going to be something. I don't know what it's going to ha- I don't know what it's going to look like when we get there, but it's it's going to be different. Mm-hmm, for sure. And we don't even know if everyone's kind of just making up uh, two years or think go, things could go back to normal in three and no one knows what's really happening. We're just taking it day by day. Yeah, it's um, I I. I I hope we don't go through another winter of this. I, I I hope we don't go through another Christmas where we're locked down and we can't be with our families. And, you know, I hope by next Christmas, we're able to do the things we used to do. I, I mean, I, I, I think there will be differences. I, I, I don't think you're going to put your masks away. I think you're going to keep them. I think, you know, there's certain things that we're going to keep doing, but I'd like to think that, you know, th- you know, with the vaccines and stuff by, you know, before next Christmas, I'd like to think we're going to be out of this, but I'm a, I'm an optimist. Yeah, no, for sure. And that's, we have to keep optimistic and, you know, hope for the best and that, like you said, hopefully next winter, we're not going through one of these. Well, Grant, tell the listeners where they can find you. Anchor.fm forward slash Grant dash Klein, C-L-I-N-E. And that's where the podcast is. And from there, you can link to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Perfect. Well, everything's going to be in the show notes for the listeners to um, get a hold of your podcast and start listening. Once again, the podcast is called Living in Lockdown, Coping in a Pandemic. Grant, thank you so much for all your time. I really appreciate this. Oh, great. I really enjoyed this. And thanks for having me. Stay safe. Thank you. And you too. And to all my listeners out there, thank you for tuning in on another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. And that's all we have for now. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jessica with the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Hey, it's your boy Bromar, host of The Bromar Show. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queen Pin from the CQP Moments Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is your boy Ken, a.k.a. The Gentleman of the Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Hi, this is Stephanie Valente, your local massage therapist. And you're listening to to a a little bit of everything everything with with Angelica. That's it for now. And thank you for tuning in on another episode of a little bit of everything with me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Just don't forget to rate, review and subscribe on the podcast platform that you're listening to.